0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport.
1: Powered by fans.
2: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Lookout follows it. Almunia saves again. And now, Watford on the counter attack?
0: Forestieri. I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. DD. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondinius.
3: Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, joining us for the Opposition View this time round, Ian from the 4,000 Holes podcast. How are you?
2: I am superb, thank you. Well, I'm saying that, I'm freezing cold. It's cold. (laughs) But other than that, other than the temperature, excellent, thank you, yes.
3: Now, you weren't known as the 4,000 Holes podcast last time we spoke to you, were you?
2: Correct. As they say, it's hard to hit a moving target, so if we keep renaming... (laughs) Um, yes the the website the the parent website if such a thing is brfcs.com, so Blackburn Rovers Football Club supporters and I think as we experience with a number of people that's that's quite a mouthful if you're not used to it and part of the the, the website is the fanzine four thousand holes which has been in, sort of going since 1992 it went it went on hiatus and then was revived a few years ago by its current editor who is one of our management team on brfcs.com so a lot of people who write for the fanzine contributed to the podcast and we nicked shamelessly a lot of ideas from the fanzine to make <laughs> podcast items so there was a certain synergy that was there uh, and the brand, i think the 4000 holes brand is is stronger so we decided on 1st of January this year that Everything in 2023 onwards would be rebranded 4,000 Holes. We've got some new contributors as well, which is always nice, some new panellists and new hosts. So it's just uh, it's re-energised us, which which is no bad thing.
3: So oh, the, oh, the 4,000 oh, Holes, least, that I was basically re, um, reminded at the beginning of the podcast refers to... 4,000 Holes in Blackburn, Lancashire, from A Day in the Life from the Sgt. Pepper album, which
2: took the penny Absolutely spot on. to
3: drop. But yeah, I get it now. I get it now. Yes. To, yeah. to order so it to
2: resonates just, with people of a certain age,
3: I think. So I, I don't wish to divulge how old I am, but uh, <laughs> my dad used to play that album a lot, shall we say. um Your Peter yeah, great
2: granddad. Yes,
3: exactly. Help me out here, Peter. Uh, order of business. Uh, let's let's get on with the, <laughs> the other stuff. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, basically, if you saw 4,000 Holes and went Blackburn, Lancashire, well done. If you didn't, Louis Tashira, go and look it up on Wikipedia. Yes. Why are we sponsored by Wikipedia? Because we basically we're we're three old farts, and um, you know, I, I'd like to think of yourself as the fourth of the Fab Four here, Ian, and and we, we force you know for poor old Louis to go off and Wikipedia Ringo. and mine all of these pop culture references from the 1853s. Never
3: mind. Never. I'm mind. not having
0: a. Fr- a fr- you not stick to yourself. I'm not. A fr-
3: Alpha. You're 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 underwater. You're a bit crackly there this evening, Carlos. Where's oh, your rather dandy headset that you normally wear?
0: Well, I am explaining to Peter I'm, I'm redecorating, so I've had to move a few things about. So the does
3: the uh, oh well, I'm um, I'm um, yeah, you are very very crackly there, sir.
4: You oh, sound gosh, like SpongeBob right. SquarePants if he was
3: still do you know underwater. What I'm going to do?
0: I'm going to vacate. You crack on, and I shall try something.
3: Oh God! Ooh, oh oh ooh, the right. excitement! Right. Something's actually happening on this load of old
0: shite. Right, Wish
3: luck. Uh, case, well, what happens if we don't see you again? When do we send out the search parties? It's been isn't... lovely
0: talking to you. Are you all the best.
3: Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Go and sort your life out. Honestly, technical
4: problems with Carl. Typical. Typical. Anyway, sir, we we last spoke to you uh, uh, when uh, we you know we were all really kind of bright and confident. I think we were making predictions that we were going to come up and play extremely well at Ewood Park, <laughs> and and Turned that really didn't well. happen.
2: You are full of bravado and optimism. Oh, well, <laughs> believe me,
4: we oh, won't oh. be this time round. In fairness, we normally are, and then we sack a manager, and then basically the cycle repeats. That's pretty much what happens. Was so, that
2: Edward's last game in charge?
4: Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> Was it us that saw him off? No, it wasn't. A two-all. You know you know what it's like? You, you lose some games badly, and then you get the result where you go... Oh well, you know we might keep him and then we fire him, you know, <laughs> and and you, and you do it in the middle weekend of an international break as well, just to be truly inexplicable about things. But ah, there you go. So that seemed to be a really really good day for you guys, clearly. And one of the things I thought we we just like to kind of touch on, if that was all right, was one of the guys on the on the day and one of your, the players of your season and your your everything that's gone forward has been Ben Brereton Diaz. You know, his 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 season stats so far again have been. Very, very impressive, and that puts him at the top of the goal scoring charts. But he is obviously moving on. So, how are all of the Blackburn fans with him now? And obviously, he's going to be staying until the end of the season. I'm presuming he's going on a free something along those lines. Oh, yeah. How is everybody with it? How are you thinking about replacing him? How are you still enjoying him whilst he's there?
2: Well, it, I, the, the joke was in the January transfer window that we made, there were two transactions of note. We sold Diaz and we bought Brereton because before he changed his name and went to Chile and Chile, yeah. Chile he, he was having a really torrid time, I think it's fair to say. He hadn't really found his feet and a lot of Rovers fans were sort of, uh, shall we say, I'll be polite and say, weren't convinced of his value. He went away with Chile, which is a story and a movie, and he came back completely changed. And, of course, he had a fabulous season last year, Rovers exercised their um, their 12 month option in his contract, and we assumed that they did that so they could sell him while he was at his peak. Because the the much vaunted model at Blackburn these days is grow your own players or bring them in, develop them, sell them on. That's how we get. That's how we're going to survive and thrive as a club. But they didn't. They didn't get rid of him in the summer when he came back from Chile, and we thought, well, maybe it's January then. But in January, um, we we were going well. So the fear was that we'd sell him. But then he sort of said, no, 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 we're, we're, sticking, we're sticking in here. We think, uh, we think we've think we got a chance of going up. Then we did our usual Tony Mowbray crash. So in the summer, the expectation was, well, we're bound to sell him in the summer. Now this is our last chance to cash in. But no, no, we didn't. And he had a, he's had a reasonable start to the season up until the World Cup. And then the World Cup break, it's almost uh-huh. like... He's had conversations with his agent. His agent sort of said, well, I've got this offer, this offer, this offer. I'm surmising wildly here, as you can see.
4: It's the only surmising we we find acceptable. wild eyes. Let's
2: let's have some some gossip, but not based in fact. But one can only assume, based on his demeanour, he is distracted, shall we say, Hmm. by, by what might be about to come. I think it's 11 games without a goal now. We played Wigan last night. He had a glorious chance very early on, just had no conviction whatsoever, none, as he was a, he was one-on-one with the keeper. He telegraphed where he was going to put the ball and basically passed it back to the goalkeeper. So he's not exactly in a rich vein of form. So we weaned ourselves off Diaz and we've got mm-hmm. Brerison back, uh, which is a bit of a disappointment. I think there is, if you, if you spoke to most level-headed Rovers fans, they sort of say, good luck to the lad. Personally, mm-hmm. I'm delighted he's going abroad. It's not official yet. There's going to be a Real. I think it's one of the worst-kept secrets kind of thing, but we've not had the official notification. But I'm much happier that he went there. My fear was that he'd end up at Leeds or Everton and would oh, just oh, that, disappear oh, in a vortex of hell, and that no, would be the last thing you ever saw of him. So Nobody I think, needs
0: to
4: end up at Everton. I mean, that's just, you know, <laughs> don't have nightmares, people. You don't have to go to Everton. Sorry, <laughs> carry on.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. So, I I, you know, I think with his, his chilly connections um, in Improving his Spanish language capabilities, just generally being more in tune with that kind—that's that, still a style of continental football. I think that's a, that's a really good move for him. Uh, his partner's just had their first child, so clearly he wanted to last six months still at home to, to sort sort everything out. So it's it's hard to begrudge him given the work that he put in, and particularly when he came back from Chile, he was just a completely different footballer. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish him all the very best. However, we've still got. A lot of football to play. Yeah, there's still, what, another 16, 17 games. And we need Diaz back because Brereton ain't cutting the mustard. So uh. we, we really need him to, to get back, get his shooting boots back. Our.
3: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free and term supply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I think is the lowest in the
2: division, and yep. that's not a surprise to anyone who watches us regularly. We do not create chances. Uh, our conversion rate, I think Sky quoted last night that we're in the top five or something of conversion rates in the division. So we create two chances a game, maybe score one of them, and then hang on grimly to win by a goal. That's That's been pretty much the model of the season. So if Ben doesn't score, we've got serious problems. And he's the one forward capable of pinging one in from outside the area or just doing something magical, that, that unlocks the defence. So it's it's a resigned sort of like feeling that we're, we, we knew this day was coming. It's getting ever closer, but we've got a lot of football to play, Ben. It'd be really good if you could just pull your finger out a bit.
4: That's fair enough. Well, he's on 10 goals, including one in the EFL Cup um your other top scorers are all kind of sitting on 3 who's going to step up and replace him and then we'll get onto the assists after this um well. because because it does it doesn't feel like you know um exactly as you just described there you doesn't feel like you're creating an awful lot no. how was you know John Dal Thomason I saw his his most recent video when he was kind of talking around looking slightly disappointed that more incoming hadn't occurred. And he even said, well, Watford have had eight. I mean... Eight for us is basically just a Tuesday. You know, it, it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the turmoil. Sit down and have a seat. We'll sign you in a minute. At one, how has he been considered as the season has gone on? You've gone sort of five games, including obviously Cup, and I think it was a replay against Birmingham as well, yeah. with without a win. How is he considered? And is there anybody in the squad currently who can step up? Or are you going to have to go outside to get a replacement for Brereton, Diaz, or indeed, Brett
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, let's let's talk let's talk about the the January window because I think that will lead us on to, to to the conversation about goal scoring and why it was so important. We had a good January window. I think it, it, you didn't need to be Einstein and you didn't need to be the world's greatest football scout to look at our forward line and sort of say we are heavily heavily dependent on one player. It would be good to have a plan B. It would be good to have a different option. So we went into January uh, with this new supposedly this this new infrastructure in place. Greg Broughton as director of football, everything was there set up to bring these players in. And I'm not sure how much resonates outside of East Lancashire and how much of the tale that you've heard. But we we apparently chased at least three strikers, got quite a long way down the line with a couple of them. One was Dennis Undav at Brighton, who apparently late in the day said, no, nah, I think I'll stay. Uh, fancy that fancy Rob and then they played him on Saturday and he missed an absolute sitter so I think a lot of Rovers fans that <laughs> clip thought maybe we dodged a bullet there uh, another one was uh, I think it's a uh, from France from Lorient uh, again got quite a long way down the line and then his club sort of said no we've had an injury or something we're not letting him go there was rumour of a third uh, not named but the, the, there's all sorts of speculation again it was it was an overseas signing so it was kind of like well hang on a minute Rovers you know you've known about this you've got this infrastructure in place you've got this backroom staff doing all the analytics and number crunching you kind of need to get someone in and we brought in Sorba Thomas from Huddersfield on loan as a, a winger which is a rare beat for Bull Rovers these days. We seem to play centre forwards out wide. So having a genuine actual winger doing genuine actual wing stuff is quite a novelty. And watching him play last night and sort of like get, get chalk on his boots was kind of, wow, this is amazing. You can have a winger playing wide. Who knew? And he looked quite promising actually, but he's only in on loan. Uh, there's, no, there's no obligation on either party to, to see that through. So he's notionally the replacement for George Hurst, who was on loan, who we right. let go, and he's gone to Ipswich. Dylan Markanday, who's a bit of a, uh, shall we say, an Aldi Riyad Mahrez. Think, <laughs> think of that sort of style of player. There's he a drifts out wide, sort of the like uses the his one double <laughs> left foot and tries to create stuff. Uh, he came from Spurs last year, lo- lots and lots of promise and potential, uh, got injured within 20 minutes of his debut and uh, then was out oh. for sort of like eight to nine months. Oh, yeah. so Why didn't he- we sign him? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's our kind of player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so he's gone to Aberdeen on loan to get game time and Aberdeen then sacked the manager, of course. So that's going well. And then on transfer deadline day, the the rumour came in that we were we were after Lewis O'Brien from Nottingham Forest. Now I remember him playing for Huddersfield and being yeah. really impressed. So a player that would definitely enhance our midfield. Well, yeah, we might not get a striker, but if you've got someone creative in midfield, you know, you might be able to make most of what we've got and all the rest of it. As I say, I'm not sure how, how far this story resonates, but we didn't send the paperwork in in time. Oh. It was, there was a cock-up. Oh, yeah. Not oh. only with him, but with um, a 19-year-old kid we were trying to sign from Rochdale as well. Rochdale, who were incredibly cash-strapped and were, <laughs> had anticipated this this cash coming in from Blackburn Rovers mm. to basically keep them going. And there was some... The, the story... That, that we've heard, is that there was some... Um boxes on the form for Briley that he was supposed to have ticked around ethnicity, <laughs> and he didn't tick them, apparently. <laughs> Nobody at Rovers noticed this. They sent the forms in, and the league said, nah, computer says no, sorry, mate. And the story with Lewis O'Brien is is just absolutely extraordinary. He was in training with Nottingham Forest. Greg Broughton arranged to meet him um, at a hotel in Manchester. He went for his medical in Manchester, and they sort of said, we'll get you over to the, ground, the, to the training ground, then we can do all the socials, the media, and that sort of stuff. And there was a the the deal that was struck was he came on loan and we had an obligation to buy him for ten million pounds if we're promoted. So that's fine, ten million quid if he promoted to the Premier League, it would have been a club record signing for Rovers. And because this clause had been uh, inserted, apparently when we sent the paperwork to the league, they said, "Ah, yes, uh, you've got an obligation to buy him if you're promoted, but it says nothing here about what happens if you're relegated." Well. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, well, we need that covering off. Oh, Somebody God. sent the paperwork God. back. Apparently, So we missed the deadline. So uh, we're appealing it, allegedly, though no club has ever been successful in an appeal because apparently it's all the other clubs in the division that decide, well, why are you going to give Blackburn? Blackpools- <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's just yeah. not going to happen. No. So Lewis O'Brien hasn't been named in Nottingham Forest squad. So he's now in, on hiatus, I suppose, for the rest of the season. This poor 19-year-old kid, Ethan Briley, stuck at Rochdale. Apparently, we have done some sort of shenanigans that it, uh, has meant we've given Rochdale some money in return for a commitment so their immediate cash flow crisis is, uh, is over. Oh, but he we'll he will right? join us in the summer. So good old Blackburn Rovers there, saving the day. Yeah. So this, this wonderful new infrastructure that's supposed to deliver all these top-quality players, has failed miserably Brilliant. at the first time of asking. Brilliant. So, we come out of the window without the striker that we needed, uh, with our best centre-half injured, uh, and our midfield woefully out of form. In the absence of Broughton Diaz, it, it, we look on Bradley Dack to step up, because yep. he's, he's the only person at the moment that has a spark of creativity that can do something unorthodox, can ghost into positions, and make himself dangerous. The next likely candidate on that list is Tyrese Dolan but for some reason JDT isn't picking him he's not getting the game time so I don't know whether there's a bit of a Pep Guardiola situation going on there whether he thinks he's overweight or he's not playing in the, in the style that he wants but he's not getting the game time but he's probably the next best candidate but it's a big hole Broughton Diaz will leave so if he doesn't recover his form it could be a really ugly last third of the season where we exhibit relegation form and slowly and inexorably drift down the way you I think you asked me about thoughts of the fans on JDT so let me finish with yeah. that it's really dull football it's really really dull oh, um, there's a lot of this weekend, again then. we are the the Poundland Manchester City where we just <laughs> knock <laughs> it from side to side at a very slow pace and the only player that seems really comfortable hitting a first time ball at pace and trying to make something happen is Bradley Dack. but the problem is that's, that's not seemingly the game plan now whether Thomason's sort of said, this is how we're going to play. You need to bring me the players in to play to this start, yeah. and we failed to do that. But if that is the case, we need, we need a different way of playing because, our, as I said, our XG is so low. Mm. Basically, if we do get a shot away, it kind of has to go in because it could be another 40 or 50 minutes before we have another shot, and that's not really sustainable. So the fans... I think are a bit wary of the style of play, uh, with some justification. When we've won, we've invariably hung on. We've defied statistics in a lot of our games. We've not really taken anybody to the cleaners, but we have been hammered and taken apart by the mighty Preston North End at home and Rotherham United away. And those are not results that you want to look on and give you any sort of encouragement whatsoever. So the jury's out... But I think the transfer window debacle has absolved Thomason of a lot of blame for what's about to happen in the second half, well, the last third of the season because we haven't given him the tools to do the job. And what he's left with is is a right hodgepodge, frankly.
3: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (laughs) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: on one one six one two three that's one one six one two three. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure twenty four seven three hundred and sixty five days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So apart from that, it's all good. We are in a mess because we are we are exhibiting
2: relegation form right now. It's just fortunate that we've got the points on the board. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we'd had 10 points fewer, we'd be sort of saying, well, where are we going to get 16 or 17 points from to stay up on this floor? Mm-hmm. We, we'd really be looking over our shoulders. Yeah, as it is, you sort of think, well, between now and the end of the season, we're going to win at least three or four games, so... Yeah, you know, there's no worry about relegation, and from that side of things, it's good. But we we look a right hodgepodge on the field.
4: It's it's really interesting because for you know, we're in the playoff positions. You are just outside in seventh. We are, and I to, and we're on like plus three goal difference. I thought, that's ridiculous. And I look at you, you're minus four. So your your whole point about we don't score many, but when we have it, we don't let many in. If we just take a look at the assists, because again, Ben Brereton-Diaz is at the top of that with four. You mentioned earlier on, Tyrese Stolen has also got four. Ryan Hedges has got four assists, these are. And then you've got Tyler Morton with two. And then you've got, basically, you've got nine players with one assist. It really feels like there isn't a, you know, exactly as you've just sort of described there, there isn't necessarily a a formation or a way of creating, and therefore, you know, it's it's going to be a, an awful lot to replace Brereton or Diaz. I forget which one was good and which one was rubbish. Now um, Diaz is good,
2: yes. Diaz Ch- is good. The is good,
4: yes. Chilien is good, yes. <laughs> the other one is just anyway. It's really telling. But there's another thing that I looked at in the statistics for you guys, which is you know, when when you come down to how you have performed, if we look at your home record, you've played kind of started at the. Season, and you sort of played a four, four at the back, you switched to the middle to a three at the back and then went to a four at the back. But a good amount of wins that you've had at home, and we'll have a look at those actual figures. Then when we switch to away, it seems to be far less comprehensive. It seems to be almost a psychological thing in terms of yeah. when you're on the road. But again, we've seen this start with a four, switch to a three, and now we're back to a four. Now, if we yeah. compare and contrast, therefore, your. Home stats and your away stats. At home, you've played 14 games and you basically picked up two points per game. Away, you've played 15 games and you picked up literally just over one point a game. So you've had nine wins at home, one draw and four losses, scored 20, conceded 13. Away, scored 15, won five, drawn one, lost nine, scored 11 conceded 22 is it a real kind of uh, jackal and Hyde situation when you go home and all away or is that just a stat that you're just going "Mm, that's just the story of the season
2: the stat that worries me on that one is if you look we're scoring roughly a goal a game so yeah 31 goals from 29 games so your defense has to be absolutely on the button every single game to give yourself a chance of getting a point. and that that's the rub of our season. So until we drew against Bristol City, I think it was, and we, we'd had that amazing stat where we just haven't drawn a game all season in the yeah. league. Uh, if we scored, we won. And if we conceded, we lost. That It was as black and white, as binary as that. Yeah. And I can only think that it's kind of like, well, we've got one way of playing. And we don't know how to react when the opposition do something that we we, we can't cope with. So the the I think the thing that lost. Thomas, an an awful lot of goodwill, was uh, on Sunday the 13th of November, and I can point to this with extreme (laughs) precision. this is the level
4: of nitpickery that only football fans are capable of. Well done, Ian. Sit down. Let let me explain
2: why it resonates (laughs) so loudly. On Sunday the 13th of November at 12 o'clock, I walked into a restaurant in the East Riding of Yorkshire with my wife to celebrate her (laughs) birthday. A few moments later, uh, a match kicked off at Turf Moor against our nearest and dearest. So they are our Luton, yeah. uh, as Luton R to you, yeah. uh, If we won that game, we would have gone into the World Cup break on top of the championship. That that was, that was what was at play. So as I walked into this pub, nay bar, ne restaurant in the East Riding of Yorkshire in the middle of nowhere, no phone signal. I thought, fantastic. I can I can't find out the score, even if I want to. I will just put my phone in my pocket and I will enjoy the company of my good lady wife on her birthday, and we shall have a fine meal. And it was really good. So two and a half hours later, we get in the car and we, we set off to come back. And eventually, you yeah, you see the num- one bar moves to two bars. My phone's got a signal now. What do I do? And <laughs> my wife said, you want to know the score, don't you? I said, well, I do and I don't. It's like Schrodinger's cat, isn't it? You know, the minute you tell me. And she said, I'm going to have a look there and I'll tell you. So she like, picked her phone up and she went through. She said, okay, she said, do you want to have a guess what the score is? And I said, and I just not, I said, they've beaten us 3-0, haven't they? And she said, Yeah. Yeah, they have. Oh, and it was, nice. it was kind of like, that's what I feared, that they'd, they'd take us apart. So when I got home, I looked at the team that Thomason had picked, and it was, it was as if he'd drawn the, the names out of a hat. Uh, and people, you know, social media was then alight with, what on earth is he thinking about? Where's the logic here? So that lost him a lot of goodwill. The great thing was we went into the World Cup, So you'd almost like got a decontamination period where people could sort of like decompress and sort of like just get themselves, well, they come back after the World Cup with a game at home against our other nearest and dearest rivals, you know, sort of like uh, Western Blackburn, that's Preston, and they hammer us 4-1 at home. Mm. So going into the World Cup, you lose to your nearest and dearest from the east side of Lancashire and get hammered. You come back after the World Cup and Preston do us. So that was it then, kind of like all bets were off, and we have been rotten since. We've been we've had a couple of extraordinary results which have booked the trend, but we've been rotten, fundamentally rotten. And I think, yeah, the phrase regression to the means springs to mind. If we don't start creating chances, we're just going to slip down that table. And my preseason prediction of I think we'll finish 14th is starting to look optimistic. Because you look at look at how condensed. The division is. It's a nuts division for starters. If somebody can win three or four games on the spin now, they can almost like go from relegation to to playoffs in in no time at all. It's anybody down, I mean, maybe even potentially down as far as QPR in 14th will think that they're in with a shot. Uh, of hitting the playoffs, and you don't need that remarkable run of form. So we could easily drop down that list as teams start to win uh, and jump above us and find ourselves ending the season in 16th or 17th. Now, if you had said at the start of the season, you're predicting 14th, will you you shake hands on 16th now? Given the turmoil that we've had last summer, I probably would have. But having seen us book the trend and climb up to the top, and then throw it away for the third consecutive season. That's the bit that sticks in the crawl. The bit that yeah. we, we just haven't, as a club, aligned to the opportunity that's presented itself. And it's tough to give in promotion out of this division. Really, really tough when you haven't got parachute payments and you're as badly run as we are. It's really bloody tough. So mm. it's really annoying as a supporter. To, to, see quote,
0: to quote the, to the band the
2: James,
4: thing. to quote the band James and their famous hits it down, if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. Now, you won't believe
2: this. You won't believe this. I wrote an article in 4,000 holes using that lyric as inspiration. Bloody hell. There you go. Uh, Yeah, we, We are taunted every year in the first half of the season, it seems, only to throw it away by having a really, really abysmal January window. But as I say... Even by Rover standards, not registering two players in time is plumbing new depths of incompetence. Well,
3: yeah. yeah, I thought we were bad. Oh. There you go. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always my, someone. My, my work here is just to make you feel well. About
3: they say there's always someone worse off than yourself, and quite often we find them on our podcast. It's oh, you know, it's somebody. one of those things you go bloody hell. I mean, not... you want to speak to Blackpool fans? Oh, Blackpool. My God. Yeah, no, they really are. <laughs> they, yeah,
2: this is Robbie from AFTV, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And I can confirm. It's brilliant
4: We all are here Good they had... Peter alright Yeah I think we've
3: kind or of it Peter's we've... connection Yeah no I yeah, think we've kind I, of
2: I've lost him I wasn't sure when it was just me
3: No Peter you kind In of fact, Are you, you there Peter You are there Peter Oh no So I'm going to text him Shall I text him Peter I'll text him Text him
0: Yeah he's probably been attacked by his cat That cat doesn't like him <laughs> Better texting. He's
2: probably said some of the most wittiest and yes, yeah. Well, unfortunately, (laughs) and now it's lost forever. Unfortunately, yeah,
3: unfortunately got cut out. So uh, he's he's looking pensive. Oh, Peter, are you there? Oh, hello, Peter. Oh no, this is this is all gone horribly wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have done this. Oh now we got oh. spinning circle of death. He's on a dial-up <laughs> modem in a. <laughs> this, this will be. Well, we'll just we'll just talk amongst ourselves. We'll just talk though, about ourselves. Period, yeah, uh, we may have to restart this because he's actually got the controls for all this. I don't know if he can let himself back <laughs> okay. in. I have no idea. This is all new territory for us. Here Are you we go. there? Go. Testing. Don't, calling don't quite Peter. Know what happened? That. Something strange happened. Um, you're still a little yeah. bit glitchy. Can you hear me? We can. We can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately Your you're, you're you're kind of ah, there we go. Do you remember no, the not. old days when they used to do um sort of interviews in the Middle East by satellite? It's very much like that. It something? Y-
0: you're okay.
3: coming back to life, Peter. It's a bit Slowly it's, but it's a bit like, creeping, you know, straight. when Frankenstein wakes up in the film. We're getting there slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. Gosh, but <laughs> excellently funny. Well, hang on? Oh, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, in a moment of crisis, well, what you working. need is m- myself and Justin. Well, it, uh, obviously, helping Peter as much. Exactly.
3: As we yeah. Yeah. So we've had you. <laughs> with i crackling. Not living
0: him. No. 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 Not, no, not, not him. <laughs> no. No.
3: I may have to take over. I don't even know who's top of the prediction league. Do you, Carl? I haven't got a clue.
0: I know I, because I don't know how. What did you I go for in
3: the last match? Two one. You went for two one. Yeah. Okay. I went for a draw, so I must be above you, just.
0: You must be. Yeah. So it would. It will be our guest. Ian, then me, then you. Then
3: me, right, okay. Well, if we don't get Peter back, we may have to think of a plan B, which will probably involve one of us hosting and doing the Prediction League. And um, all right, well, well, we'll carry on. We'll carry on. Shall we go into the Prediction League then? or Let's do it. Yeah, yeah go on. Okay. Shall I do the whole rubber-hitting-the-road thing, or is that, is that He Peter's? likes saying that, so I it's know. rude not to. Sh- okay, all right, let's do that then. you so- got to say it in a certain way. <laughs> I've got to say it in a certain... So, let's go to where the rubber hits the road <laughs> in the worst prediction league that there is. Last time, we lost 2-0 to you, didn't we? Uh, it was a particularly yes. poor match on our uh, from our perspective, and... Um, So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to let you have a prediction. I'm pretty sure I'm top of the prediction league, and I'm pretty sure you're second, Carl. So you do a prediction, Ian.
0: It is the worst prediction league invented. It's pretty poor. Considering considering
3: the points that are on offer, I think I'm on something like 12, and I'm (laughs) top of the league. So that should show you how poor... This prediction league is yes. So we're going to let you go first, Ian. You don't have to sort of say okay. who you think is going to score or anything like that. But so, so if
2: I if I nick a score line, you guys can't have that's That's um, that is that's true. Correct. That is very very almost true. Almost like you've done this before.
3: It is almost like uh, you've done, oh, he's back.
2: back. Hello,
3: Peter. We were just talking oh, about the prediction oh, right, league, and you have come we, we were really just really in time. Struggling. I even did the rubber did, hitting the road thing. I was yeah, I was, he, I was stepped in. I stepped in. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. Oh. All right, so do you want to... Uh, oh, I'll can you... I
0: just, before, before we carry on, I just want to read a message that I've received from Peter. <laughs> My wife is just gone. Give me a minute. In did, you
2: the, did you take the router with her?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm really confused. I don't know what's happened.
4: In fairness, is in in fairness it one of those is serious. The other is not. But don't worry, the Wi-Fi is now back up. That's the important thing. Oh,
3: the Wi-Fi. I thought you said wife. wife. My wife. my wife. wife. (laughs) 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 wife. Predictive text. (laughs) I I thought, what the hell? Right, okay, sorry about this. Chaos, as per normal issues. We
4: are consistent nothing else. This is just just constantly different shades of shit. 50 of them, right, okay. So, the rubber hits the road, people. Let's go (laughs) to the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League. You will have managed to forget about this whole load of old tripe, but we kept going. (laughs) right this is this is an absolute triumph of endurance over content so congratulations yeah i think so yeah how do we get away with this nonsense anyway you're all the a-
3: oh no a- it's happening again it's happening again peter anywhere. so oh,
4: however I we go to and saw the league table there because oh, off you bloody thing
3: right? it's dropping <laughs>
4: happening out again. Oh, dear, oh, dear oh dear so they just actually managed to get two points the other day at the table <sighs>
0: Um, can I just say something? This is probably the worst... I actually ever. can talk, but I'm just moving.
2: <laughs> yeah. You, you need to feed the hamster. Hello. And, and It's not running around the wheel fast enough.
4: Hello, and welcome to Hive Live. This is normal service <laughs> resumed. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear.
3: Qu- quick, you're on now, a roll, now, Peter. Wow, You've, God, you, you're you're on sort on of roll. normal. Go, Go for okay. it, quickly. <laughs> Let's
4: just get this done. Yes, quickly. So, as you can see, Justin is now two points clear. Carlos is in second place on 13, and the EFL are indeed bringing up the rear on 12. However all things could change. Ian, sir, do you think the game is going to go 3-1 a la
3: 50 years ago this Friday? Or no. what do
4: you think <laughs> no.
2: <focus> is going to It might go 3-1, but not to us. No, yeah, I mean, I'm going to use that, reverse it. psychology this time and I am going to predict Ooh. that we're going to get our bottoms handed to us on a plate. So it takes one score line off you guys and then if, if I'm right, at least I've got the consolation of adding some points on that prediction thing. Like I think it. we're in rotten form. I think we've got all sorts of problems and if you score first... I fear, I really do fear that it could be three or four, but I'm not going to predict, I'm not going to go as bad as that. I, I, th- I think you'll win, I think you'll win easily. So i say 2 0.
4: 2 0. 2 0 has gone. We turn to normal services resumed. Carl in second
0: place. Thank you. Carlos. It's good, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. When um, I say
4: normal services have been resumed, I'm talking about the Wi Fi as well the as just, you know, the <laughs> yes. normal league positions.
0: Yes. I mean, purely because i've had the opportunity to hear from ian i I can only be confident going into this game so i have to go for a watford win being at home so i'm going to go for three nil to watford oh
4: my lord there's some confidence going on here
0: well in fairness we did draw
4: two all with reading okay so we Uh. come to leader of the pack justin yeah Keeping on your, keeping on all the musical references. Yeah, what I mean, are you, you going to go you, for? You might as well just go for your normal.
3: No, I'm not. I don't know if you've got that slide to hand earlier with the how they've uh, got their um, points. Not that one. The other one, doesn't matter. The away form was conceding two but scoring one. Was it not the
0: away ah, form? Ah, ah. You're, so you're going. You're going. Okay, this one.
3: Yeah. So oh, four eleven okay. away twenty two. Um, my fractions tell me that should be two one to Watford. <laughs> Is that correct? So
4: basically, so basically, Watford are going to win by one point three goals to 0. 0.7 Excellent. Correct.
3: Yes. So I'm going to make that two one to Watford. So there you go. So oh, there's, an opp- oh, there's an opportunity
0: oh. here that nobody picks points up if Blackburn win one 0
3: That's very draw. quick maths, Carl. Yes, I think that's Am I right. right. I think, I think, I think I'm right. so. Yeah, I'm going to go two no, one so who anyway. Who cares? Yeah.
4: So Justin, in in whole numbers, so that everybody else can understand, I, I, I get the fact that Rich WFC two, who refuses to use whole numbers under any circumstances, already knows exactly your scoreline. Yeah, but you're going. Two goals to
3: one to Watford.
4: Three. Oh, you know what? Oh, Can this never goes well.
0: Can I change? No, no you no, can't. No, that's no, now. no, you can't.
4: It's, it's, you, it's you've absolutely committed yourself. No, that's it. So all of our, all of our, you know, kind of as we know, really, really good at forecasting. Yeah, have gone for a Watford win. So we all know what that means. It'd be yeah. another nil-nil draw. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've,
4: yes. got to, you've got to aspire to something. Nice to have you? a dream. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brilliant. Well, Ian, listen, uh, thank you for putting up with our technical issues and uh, for joining us once again on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Uh, It's been lovely to talk to you again. Uh, Maybe we'll catch up with you next season, depending on where we finish in the league. Uh, I've got a feeling we probably will. So best of luck for the season, uh, apart from Saturday, of course. And uh, yeah, lovely to speak to you again.
2: It's been great being on. Thanks a lot, chaps. Always enjoy our chats. And as you say, apart from Saturday, best of luck and all that sort of stuff. I think you're right. I think our paths probably will be crossed next next year. So uh, all the best.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing
3: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.